Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time it is that you Inky Savages are joining us for episode number 153 of the Penboy Boy Pentertainment Podcast. We are happy to be here. Tom's a little caught off guard because I accidentally started recording mid-conversation while we were discussing something so i noticed the countdown was happening so i just had i was to... reading i was reading something <laughs> and it was blocking your side of the screen so all of a sudden you're like good afternoon good evening. i'm like wait what what's going on okay. whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa whoa do that one more time good morning good afternoon and good evening uh, okay i was about yeah. to say like you can't I, I, stopped, I jumped to the afternoon i don't know it's just it's already evening to me so it's 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 over okay Day's over. so to answer your question thomas thomas mm-hmm. william allen See, I don't know why I just call you Thomas William. A- you Alan. just keep adding middle names. That's my <laughs> Thomas that's my confirmation William Alan, name. Alan Odo. Okay, so to answer your question, yes, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about this new pen that Endless has come up with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's really cool. I really, really, fantastically cool. I mean, Bryce is all excited. I want to plug it because that's what he's paying us to do, but we will talk about it when we get into the episode, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to keep the sponsorships brief this time. Check out Gold Spot Pens. The affiliate link that helps us out is in the description below. Click on that and make sure to use coupon code. What are we using this week? Oh, we could sw- yeah, we could switch up to a new one this week because uh, I have in my notes we should do that. Yeah. Um but I, we haven't decided on anything. So here's we what we're going to decide gonna... on this beforehand, though. No. <laughs> yeah. Coupon code ODDO. O-D-D-O. O-double-D-O. Nice. Coupon code ODDO for that an extra discount. Yeah. Coupon code ODDO. Using the affiliate link in the description below. Use that coupon code. Get an extra savings on all things on the Goldspot website. You know, if you go to goldspotpens.com or goldspot.com, it brings you back to the same thing. I don't know who the wizards were behind that, but that's just awesome. It's not really wizardry. It's just, you know, the internet stuff. It's right. You, usually... could, you, could, you could go to goldspot.com, goldspotpens.com, and be a dork. Or you can be cool and use the affiliate link in the description below and go to Goldspot that way. And make sure you use coupon code ODDO, O-D-D-O, at checkout for an additional savings on all products with some exclusion with supplying on the Goldspot website. Now, here's what I want to talk about, which I'm really excited about. So I kind of just like breezed through a little bit of the gold spot read. But I love I love the confusion. Like Bryce is just nothing if not confusing because he has a read for us for February 6th, the week of February 6th, which is this week. Right. But then the next next week's read says February 8th, read previous week. Previous week, previous week, yeah, right. But that's only two days from now. So, <laughs> does he want us to repeat the previous week, as in the one we're about that's, to read now, or the yeah. preppy one we did last week? I'm confused. No, no. I think it's. I think we have to do this week twice. But okay, at this. But week. let's let's do it the first time. Okay. Yes. I love Bryce because he's a mess in a good way. I can't wait to hang out. What was it? The 22nd, Wednesday, the 22nd. Yes. We're going to shoot some yeah. stuff. All right. So, Endless, known around the world for its ink-loving notebooks, is now much more than a stationary company and has achieved something that very few have been able to do. A sleek and elegant-looking retractable fountain pen. And not to mention, at an incredible price, Endless is proud to bring you The Creator. So, the pen is called The Creator. (laughs) The Creator is made of itself, right? What's that? It doesn't think too highly of itself, calling itself no, the creator. Yeah, the creator. We, we got to talk about that name. So got to make fun of it. All right, let me keep reading this because that's what we're getting paid to do. The creator is made of high-grade ABS plastic. This pen will be able to handle all of your life's adventures. Available only in fine nibs for now. More nib sizes will be released in the future. This is sure to be one of the biggest launches of any pen in 2023, so be sure not to miss out and pre-order now. I don't know who you can pre-order with. I don't know if pre-orders I, is Gold Spot's things. I'm not sure, but no, let me... I, let me... Well, I, don't know, I don't even know if others are taking pre-orders right now, but I know that they were asking for the retailers to put in their orders for them, and... You know, Gold Spot being one of the retailers, will will definitely have these on hand when they come in. But being that this is Endless's first, 
which we'll get into more after the sponsorship, but this is like their first pen that they've ever made. So, and this is rather revolutionary, I would say, in that it's probably a very inexpensive retractable fountain pen, which is not very common. Um, so, I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say like, okay, it's definitely going to come on this date because I mean, they haven't delivered a fountain pen before. So, and, and whether or not, but we'll get into it more. I mean, were there notebooks ever late? Not really, well, we'll, but I mean, we'll, all right. All right yeah. So let me finish. Let me finish the read. All right, before yeah. we start bashing it, because you know we're going to. Because that's bashing. What we it. We're just we're, go we're gonna we're gonna take its head and smash it into the into the into the. We're gonna set your table. bar real low, right? <laughs> no, but listen. Can we? Be, we're being paid to talk about this. Can I? Can yes. I finish the nice things before <laughs> we go and start bashing it? All right. Highlights. The body is made of high grade ABS plastic. So if you don't know what that is. That's basically your Legos plastic. Lamy Safari. Lamy Safaris yeah. Yeah. are made of Legos. So yes. that's pretty much what ABS plastic is. The nib unit is held inside the barrel using an elegant sealing mechanism. Oh, so elegant. Yeah. Comes with a cartridge and converter. Pen operates with a click. Now, here's the best part. And here's the part that really I like about it. I'm really excited about it. The mm -hmm. price. $50 US MSRP. That's kind of cool because right now, the, right, the cheapest one there is out there is the Platinum Kuridos Great Pen. It's a clear colored pen. It's cool. I liked it. I lost mine. I got to get another one. But I'm looking forward to this Endless Creator. I wish they said in the read when it's coming out, right? How awesome would that have been? I could look it up. Let me look it up. But you can just keep talking. Like I'm just okay it up right now. Hold on. So I'm looking at it, and it looks, it looks cool. I like the way it looks from the picture. I can't show it to everybody right now, but I'm. It looks really cool. I'm really looking forward to it. They're looking to ship bucks. it possibly by mid March. So it would probably be mid March, hopefully <sighs> earlier, but mid March. I am not big on waiting, but I do appreciate the fact that they announced it and didn't keep it a secret up until like the day of, like you like to do, Tom. You know what I mean? All right, last but not least, brlcoffeeco.com. Please check out my good friend Neil's coffee company, coffee and trinkets and all kinds of cool stuff at brlcoffeeco.com. Be sure to use coupon code ROY at checkout for an additional savings on all products on the brlcoffeeco.com website. They have the greatest beans, they have the best coffee ever created in the history of anything ever created ever with different levels of roast and caffeine content, which also doesn't give you the crackhead jitters. And that, my friends, is a selling point. Now, I'm really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about on episode number 153 of the Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. But before we get started, I got to give you guys a disclaimer. This podcast is not scripted and therefore will contain body mouth words, both from Tom and I, mostly from me. So be forewarned, you haven't warned. Now, on to the podcast. The Penboy Roy Entertainment Podcast. Stage Savage. I am so excited. So many things I'm so excited about, right? One of the biggest things that I'm excited about is kind of something that I'm... You're, you, you didn't know I was going to talk about this, but I've been okay. using this pen all week. I really love this pen. Oh my I goodness. love this pen so much. It's so much abalone. <laughs> I, lo I love the abalone pens that Conklin makes. I love the abalone pens that Monteverde makes. I know it's like, this is what it is for Monteverde and Conklin. This is what it is. It's like pen, Conklin. Pen, Monteverde. The same makers. It's like, it's all the same people, just different names on it. So... It's almost like they're interchangeable, but I still won't take a Conklin nib and put it on a Monteverdi, and I won't put a Monteverdi nib and put it on a Conklin. Nope, can't and do it. No. Nope. Even though the Omniflex nibs are all interchangeable, because all it says is Omniflex, it's owned by Yaffa, which I think I love. I think that I think Yaffa brands needs to take all their nibs and put them in the garbage, and then just put Omniflex nibs on all of them. Because really? they're so versatile. Yeah, they're so versatile. You want it to be broad, make it broad. You want to write fine, then write fine. It's awesome. And I love the I love the Avalone. I know I you like were it. showing off the uh Regatta Mother of Pearl. The Regatta Mother of Pearl, I like that. I love it. I just want them to stop making pens in anything other than anything that's not Avalone. 
<laughs> I want them to change their brand name from Yaffa Brands to Avalone Brands. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's how much I love the Avalone. I think it's really... I, I love it. What do you think it of it, It's very nice. I like it a lot. It's, you know, Rodden is one of my favorite things on pens, and that's also made with Avalone. So, um, oh, we're talking a whole I just, different level. Yeah, but I just, right I kind of feel that a whole pen with the Avalone is, for me at least, is, is too much. Like, oh, I, really like I, I like the little dusting of Avalone or like the little meticulously laid out areas where you could just like a pattern or something or stripes but when it's the complete thing is done abalone i'm just like "Mm, personally my taste not so much okay so then here's what you do buy a pen made of completely abalone and since you Mm -hmm. don't like it just give it to me okay but i have no problems because i don't buy pens with abalone on it so that's right yeah i want to show you something else too so this this is i love the conklin endura abalone Love the Conklin Endura Avalon so much. Mm-hmm. Is this supposed to happen? So that's the end piece, right? Pay close attention. So okay. for everybody who's listening and not watching, I'm grabbing the end cap. And, oh, dear. Look. No. And I just... No. No. And I, un- I unscrewed the end cap and exposed the end oh, of the look. converter. So now, so now you can refill it by unscrewing the blind cap off of there, just like a, uh, a Leonardo or... Right few other brands that do that i'm not sure though if that's supposed to happen because i have my rose gold abalone right and i can't unscrew the end cap on this mm. one i'm not sure if it's supposed to happen let me ask what, you something, what though. made what made you decide to just try that out just out of curiosity you know me man i see something and i try to unscrew it <laughs> like just give me anything that's not i'll just try to unscrew it I'll just and try just to take knowing the amount of torque that you could apply to something that just oh let me just try unscrewing it there's there's no you know there's no glue yeah. to man that's going to withstand that i remember i i had a mountains of the world some time ago right and this is back in the days when i would always over cap things too tight yes and i unscrewed and detached the End piece, and then I pulled off the threads of the of the thread assembly because I was just twisting things too hard. I and I that one was on me though. But let me ask you something. I'm holding up two abalones. I know we talked about this before. We got one in rose gold and one in black trim, lithium trim. Which Mm. one do you think looks better? I think the rose gold. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Because I, I feel decide. that it stands out a little bit more. I know it does. I can't decide which one I look better because I'll without the black one, I'm like, yeah, the rose gold one looks definitely better. It stands out mm-hmm. more. It's just it's just a pretty pen. But then this one here, I bring this up, the black accent. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool, and then on top of that, it makes the whole pen look darker than it is even though the abalone sections are the same as the rose right. gold part, right? Isn't that crazy how... I do have to say maybe in the black one, the abalone colors feel like they come out a little bit more. You think so? What do you mean they I come think out so. a little bit like more? They, like they're more noticeable. Like they seem more intense because the black doesn't take away from it, whereas the rose gold is brighter. So it kind of competes with the colors of the abalone in terms really? of the vibrancy. It's funny because... I think the exact opposite. I think on the black one, the abalone looks more muted because of the black trim and uh, looks darker. Very, whereas in the rose gold one, everything just seems brighter. You okay. know? I mean, but that's just that's just my personal opinion. And then, of course, we have this one here. This is the mother of pearl abalone. Love this one. I just, I'm waiting in the mail for a colored abalone version with rose gold trim to come okay nothing i i really love the monteverde this thing this clicky snappy clacky sound when you you like the the magnetic cap Mm -hmm. and then like i like doing this when it's capped like just bending the whole pen so it makes that click that to me that to me just looks like a a disaster waiting to happen why like because you're just going to press it too hard and then all of a sudden the whole entire grip section just goes bloop no it's not going to happen cracks right off it makes me think of like a spine and a chiropractor, you know. <laughs> when I you go in for an adjustment, 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went I went from a great chiropractor the other day. But anyway, mm-hmm. really excited about the Conklin Endura Avalon. I just really like it. I mean, I really, really like it. And you know what I filled in this one? No, which is not film? the one. T- today I used an ink that I really, really liked. Okay. And I filled, I actually, what pen was it? I put it in my The Last of Us. Oh, that's right. I want to, I want to, I filled this one up today. I had, you know, my Ryan Crusack. The one with the Ellie's tattoo? Yeah, love that pen. Love it so much. And I wanted to, obviously because because of The Last of Us television show being on, I have Mm -hmm. my The Last of Us pen, right? This is a a one-of-a-kind. Nobody, if you're watching and you love The Last of Us, please salivate. Feel free to salivate over this pen. This is Ellie's tattoo. Now, if you only watch the show, you're not going to understand where this tattoo comes from. Because, because this, this is happens. what, in part two? This is in, in the game part two, but Ellie's right. tattoo from part two. But here's the thing. The, the Ryan Crusack, when he made this for me, mm-hmm. he made the Ellie's tattoo because that's the design that I wanted on the moose antler or, or fucking deer antler, whatever antler it was. Mm-hmm. Now, we were deliberating on what kind of a cap. Okay. He chose this wood. And the reason why is because he did research on the storyline of the game and understood that fungus was causing people to turn into buckshit crazy zombies, right? Cordyceps. Cordyceps. Mm-hmm. So he chose this wood because the wood has this color because mm-hmm. it got infected with fungus. Ooh, that's cool. So this whole pen tells a fantastic story that of is, The Last That of is Us. really cool. It, it yeah, looks so. like that because it was infected by fungus. That's right. amazing. Yeah. Does it does it click? Is it a clicker? That would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So I used a I used a a cartridge, but I filled the cartridge using the private reserve syringes and the right. cartridges that come with it and stuff like that, because I just didn't feel like cleaning the section and dipping and filling. And secondly, it's easier to use a syringe and fill a cartridge with the ink journal little fucking crack vials right so what i filled this with was i texted you the name of it i can't remember the uh, octopus fluids sepia schwartz yeah what the fuck what kind of ink brand name is octopus fluids it's like the best name ever it is but like can you imagine if you just replaced octopus with something else like like yeah anything yeah, any any other mammal, any mm-hmm. other m- mammal, right? Right. Like like man fluids, <laughs> right? <Cat> like fluids. <laughs> dog fluids, like monkey fluids. Would you like yep. that? Would not Fish work fluids. as an ink no. brand. The only any reason why it works as an ink brand fluids, is because no. octopus have ink, right? Yep. But here's the thing, though, and I texted you this. What the fuck, man? You keep throwing yeah, in all no, these it's, awesome it's... ink files. And then there's no accessibility to buying the ink. I Look, most of the time, whenever an ink is sourced from around the world, there's usually other retailers, especially in the United States, that will also be carrying this bottled of ink. But for some reason, Octopus Fluids is not as, let's say, available around the, around the world, but particularly in the U.S. You know what, it, though, Diplomat does produce its bottles of ink from octopus fluids i'm not sure if they use the same formulations of the colors but they have the same bottle and they say from diplomat from uh, octopus fluids well, i'm not sure if they're the same color formulations or not than the ones that are directly from octopus fluids. well that doesn't but, really help me now does it well i mean the thing is like like i was telling you before i was like i could get them i get more of them but i have to order a minimum and i'm i'm going to order 150 dollars worth of ink so that you could have an extra bottle of sepia schwartz well, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, for if anybody who didn't catch that heard that, that's the color that I used and I really liked it. It's called Sepia Schwartz. So mm-hmm. Schwartz, obviously, everybody may or may not know. Schwartz means Schwartz. Schwartz. That means Schwartz. That means black, black in German. Yes. So but Sepia. Brown. So it's like a brown black. I really brown like one. it. It's a it's yeah. a nice color. If you are if you work somewhere where you can only use black ink, you can get away with it and look at it and know it's not true black and you can feel like, haha, I got one over, right? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's like, I'm but a rebel. if you know what, if 
people, if there's enough interest and some people from the ink flight come and ask me or people from the podcast come and ask and, Hey, you know, I would like a bottle of whatever octopus fluids and we get enough. I'll place an order for it. I just don't want to keep an excess amount of ink in that. And especially like we put the stuff in the home office and mm -hmm. there's already enough stuff that's there. I mean, we right. did get rid of the t-shirts. Thank God. Um, but there's still a lot of stuff that's there and I don't want to like be accumulating more bottles of ink that we need. It's just, so you if think that if you mad. made, if you made a, an order for a minimum order and you bought like, let's say five bottles of every color that they have, you think that it wouldn't sell fast enough to get it out of your house? Yeah. Because even like looking at, let's say the, the Robert Oster ink that we did last year, the marathon blue um that went in every single ink flight box but then there was extra so there was extra bottles and for anybody that wanted them but still have some from like last year so i mean thankfully mm -hmm. they're not they're not too big of a bottle like you just put them in a tupperware container and they're they're good to go so mm -hmm. i could have them around but i don't i don't generally don't carry extra inventory of the ink bottles from previous ink flights because of that reason, because it, it it had gotten to the point before years before when I used to do that being like, oh, let's have them available so that if people like the color, they could buy the bottle. But then that just quickly got out of hand after a few months of like, sure, oh, I could see no, you no, one, no one bought <laughs> it. So, hey, honey, you and the kids are going to sleep on the roof again. There's no more room <laughs> in the house because we have 20,000 bottles of ink. No, I get that. That makes sense. I, I totally can see see that. But you're you're willing to get the ink for for purchase if enough people are committed to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to enable you and other people that might have missed out on those uh, octopus fluids. Mm. And you know, if if we can get one together, we'll get one together. That's fine by mm. me. I just okay, don't want to cool. be. I just don't want to be a situation where we're going to be gathering more and more ink. So I I like the I like the word penable, but that's like a different franchise. You know? Oh, okay. Incable, right. I guess. I, I was don't know. thinking, or instigate. How about that? How about we instigate? I people? was thinking, infected. Oh, get them infected. Right. Because <laughs> like my thing was the fountain pen virus, but I stopped doing that because of the right. COVID pandemic. But I think right now, I think it's not in poor taste anymore. We well, we could do that. it in the relationship of like The Last of Us. So yeah, it's that's like fungus true. Instead of yeah. a virus, fountain, the fountain pen infection. And until, and then... but but let's 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 eat our hats right now because who knows man like march is coming up and then all of a sudden fiction becomes real and cordyceps decides to like spread into a bagel factory and then all of a sudden we're all infected with fungus bagels dude well, I, don't I mean, carbs, I mean so. you're you're okay yeah. for now but then once somebody who is loves carbs comes and bites you tries to it, bite man. me tries you know what to bite you. the last person you want to have the last person that actually tried to bite me you know what happened you you got married to her right no but you know what happened to the last person that legitimately tried to bite me mm -hmm. i'll tell you what happened they didn't bite me because i can run faster but anyway seriously infected what do you think of that i love it i like it i think it's so make it just sticker. encourageable get you infected <laughs> right you know it's incredible all of the puns that we come up with did you say incredible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's been around though. But that's another franchise. We can't do that. Is Incredible another franchise? Who's that? Who's yes, franchise it is. is that? It's a true fay, true fay thing. They do that. Oh yeah, Incredible. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So yeah. But they do they do more True Fay does more than just uh... now let me just be clear. It's not, I don't I love the word penabled. I just don't I feel like I'm stealing it when I use it. That's why I don't want okay. to use it. Not because I have anything against. Well, I, don't I, love, think that, I, love I don't think that this other franchise had invented it necessarily. Who? Brian? Goulet? No. No, they didn't invent that, right? Yeah, they did. They did? I think they did. It's always it's okay. always on the Goulet Nation on, on Inst, uh, Facebook that I'm always on. Okay. I always see. Like I said, I, I hang it. Are you on Goulet Nation? Uh, I, I don't really go on Facebook that much, but I, I, I am part of that group, yes. Such a good group. There's like 60,000 people. I've never seen a group 
that large that didn't talk shit to each other. It's awesome. Like you go mm. into like the Last of Us group, it's like sixty thousand members, or any other group in the world where there's like sixty thousand members, they're all fucking assholes, right? <laughs> but Goulet Nation is not like that. You just got like yeah. <laughs> you got people who are like, hey, look at this new pen that I got. I really like it. And then, you know, I go into the comments thinking someone's going to be like, yeah, well, you have a fucking small dick. Go fuck yourself. But no, that's not the case. It's always like, oh, wow, where'd you get it? Oh, really? I like it. I love the colors. Beautiful pen. Congratulations. What are you going to ink it with? And it's like, I love this, right? You don't have a whole bunch of assholes just like, oh, you got that pen. You got to go kill yourself now. Fuck wow. you. None of that shit, right? I love it. I love it. Goulet Nation. People got to check it out. That's where you can get, that's where you get penabled. But I don't want to use their word because it's their word. You know what I mean? Got it. So, so, but I, I like fountain pen virus because I was always like, I was thinking the zombie infections and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I was the thinking infected. the last of us. Yeah. When the last of us, like, and infected was something that I always wanted to drop. But the problem is like me, I'm such a simpleton when it comes to ink. Like, I'm never going to be like, hey, I got to get someone into ink. I'll, I'll now, get them into Now, I'm, I'm already starting to think um, we need to do a, a sticker or something, Infected, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to do some. I, I was thinking of using the Inktopus, maybe asking Vanessa to get involved and, like, draw the Inktopus in, like, Last of Us kind of style, either as an Infected or, I don't know, what do you think? So I, I definitely wouldn't use mushrooms because that's really kind of stealing The Last of Us, you know, <laughs> or you could draw like the inktopus, right, mm -hmm. with like mushrooms growing out of its head like in The Last of Us. And the instead of him being like that cerulean blue, but mm -hmm. he has just like blotches of ink all over him, yes. you know. Or like where the mushrooms are growing out, it kind of looks like diseased. Yeah, like yeah. It's, it's yeah. Like, like it's squirting ink and it's like get infected, right, mm -hmm. or something like that. That would be cool. Be hey, fun. did you do in the in the ink journal boxes? Did you do the private reserve box yet, where it comes with a bunch of empty cartridges and a syringe? Yes, yes. Oh, that would have been a great infected box. Yes, it would. Because there's a syringe in it and shit. Yeah, with the syringe and everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, what I did. I did that also? recently too. I can't. I think that was late. You know, been really year. funny is if it, in the box the syringe you. It, would, it wouldn't be funny because I, I don't want someone really to go shoot up. But you include Jeez. like the rubber strap. Oh my god! <laughs> you know the rubber strap that's tied that's, around your That's arm. a little too suggestive. I can't. <laughs> right. really, it's like, well, yeah, you put the ingredients that. in here for it. Jeez, right, man. You know that probably shouldn't do that. But I realized I was looking at the. You know, the private reserve syringes, the blunt point syringes, they're like these thick syringes. Mm -hmm. Someone can really easily turn that into an actual syringe. All they have to do is just cut it at a slant, and now you have a, a full-blown syringe. It's going to suck on your vein. It's going to yeah. suck because it's going to be a thick. But don't do that, folks. Yeah. If you're listening to this, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Just keep them only strictly for fountain yes, pen use. Just only. Str strictly for fountain pen use and, yeah. and inks, man, right? Yeah. Like, just be ink. That should be your new ink, ink flight, ink flight, Love. motto. What is we're it? Gonna, we're gonna get you infected. We're gonna get you infected. Yeah, get <laughs> infected. Get infected. Like if it. you're not gonna do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it for the Pendertain podcast. You know, get infecting infected. infecting you with the Pendertain the fountain pen virus and infections. Right? Are we're you writing that down here? Yeah, I so think I'm, we I'm are. Writing it we need right to now. work this out. We need to. We need to smooth this out. Get it refined, right? We well, yeah. We, we need like a solid tagline. I'm so I'm talking like real, real good tagline. We're gonna infect you. No, that sounds too. That just rapey, sounds forceful. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> it doesn't um, get infected. I'm, I'm, let's 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 let it simmer. Let's let it simmer the, for a little the bit. The infection is real. The infection is real. Infection is real, right? Oh God, that's the some some of the stuff that we come up with, man. Mm. Love it. I do. I do. I just you know what? I always love the fountain pen virus logo, like tagline. Mm -hmm. The fountain pen bug, the fountain pen virus, and I remember before I, while I was making the LLC. I was going to just call it Fountain Pen Virus Studios, but then the fucking <laughs> pandemic happened and fucking ruined my plans. So now it's just Pentertainment 
Studios. And you it know. sounds like Fountain Pen Virus Studios sounds like you're up to more than just recording podcasts. It sounds like you're manufacturing, you know, viruses or something like that. I'm not the Umbrella Corporation shit. Yeah. That's, that's a Resident Evil like. reference for anybody who doesn't know. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of the uh, the most recent episode? Because we haven't talked about four? that. Uh, no, three. Right? Because we're on... No, no, no four. it's four. Four. We're on four. Yeah. Yeah, so um, let's get let's get caught up because we talked about it like a couple weeks ago, but we didn't talk about it. I'll so talk about episode else. number four. It delved a lot into Ellie and Joel, mm -hmm. Ellie and Joel's like relationship, and I think this is a, I think out of all the episodes so far, this one is really important because it's the beginning of establishing Ellie and Joel's relationship. And it's it's starting to show how their characters and personalities merge, which is right. extremely relevant to why you get so connected with the story. Right. Well, I what I thought about episode four was though while yes they're doing that they're starting to integrate each other's personalities into a bond. And I I don't know if they completely did it successfully with this episode, but I also don't know if. This episode is the only episode where they're going to do it. I'm sure they're going to do it more because oh, yeah. in the game, there's there's a very strong connection and bond made between Ellie and Joel throughout the 20 hours that you're playing the game, right? Mm -hmm. And a, <clears throat> a lot of it happens during the exploration portions of the game where you're playing as Joel and you're going through this like shitty city that's been destroyed and all this stuff. And you're going through little cabinets and drawers and you have to take time to search for stuff because in the game, it's a survival game. You have to like craft stuff and make stuff and you need supplies to do that. So you mm. spend hours doing that. It doesn't sound fun the way I'm telling you about it. But what ends up happening is all that time while you're doing that, the two characters are constantly just bantering back and forth, getting to know each other, saying little things. Ellie's saying her cute little things and Joel's reacting to them in a guarded way where you can tell that he is so capable of caring and loving someone, but is trying not to because he's so afraid of the hurt and loss that he experienced with his daughter. Well, right? he had an emotional distance to her at the start of the episode where she right. he just referred to her as cargo. Right. And then towards the end, especially with it, with her trying to break him down with the really funny dad jokes, which I really right. appreciated. I, I was cracking up. Things. And then the finally gets gets him with the diarrhea one, and, that and he's just that like, one, "I don't believe that one was in the game." The diarrhea one, that one, that one got me because that that's the same thing that happens, and I related to it on a personal level because that would be the same thing that happens with me and my wife, especially when it's like it was like really late at night and like the kids kept us up late or like one of them. So like we would have sometimes these moments where like it just catches us off guard. We, somebody says something funny and then we just both start cracking up because mm -hmm. we're just deliriously tired. And it's mm -hmm. just where we, we had, we had a heck of a night. It was not easy. It was kind of rough. And then there's just that break of levity of just laughing at something. Cause it was just stupid funny. And mm -hmm. that I just, I just really connected with that. And I thought that was like, that was like a good moment that they shared together that that just, you know, just makes you feel like they're, they're connecting on that level. Mm -hmm. I, I hear you. I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was a decent episode. I don't think it was like the greatest episode yet. Now I'm guessing I, that at the end, they end up finding the people that the other, uh, the other people with the, with the female leader, that that they they were looking for the entire time that they found that they found them. Yes, uh, that's salmon. Yeah. That's the, the the little kid is salmon. Henry is the the older brother. Mm -hmm. They were both in the game. Yeah. So, so then, then I guess we're gonna find out about them in next week's episode. So yeah, that whole story arc is new to me too. Just so you okay. know, like well, it I just have seems no like everything who... from what I understand is like everything is is like they're they're taking deep dives on all of the side like all of the ancillary characters that come into the game they're mm -hmm. all they're all getting like their own side story like built out for them that's why i kind so, of felt with the, like, no the, I, I don't know if, i don't know if that's true because this the character with the beard 
that was like kind of like the lieutenant for the me the late leader lady whatever her name was the mm-hmm. leader that that character didn't exist in the game and as a matter of fact that guy is the actor who plays Tommy in the game that's what i heard in the after yeah yeah, and I remember feature, what yeah. was just really distracting was every time that guy spoke, I'm like, that's Tommy. <laughs> 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 yeah. So like, and then you're going, going to episode number three. Episode three, you didn't play the game, so you won't know the difference. But episode three was a little jarring for me because what I felt like, what 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 was good was I got backstory into Bill and Frank. Right, because in the video game, oh, I just dropped something that sucks. Worst day ever. What <laughs> happens in the game is you run into Bill looking for supplies. I don't want to. Well, I think if any if has anybody hasn't played the game yet, then shame on you. I'm going to spoil it. You're looking for a truck and a truck battery. You need a car, right? In the game, mm-hmm. the reason why you need a car is because you have to try to get Ellie to the Fireflies, not because you're looking for Tommy. Mm-hmm. So that's the game. In the game, you go into Bill's town, right? Mm-hmm. I think the character of Bill in the game makes more sense than he did in the show because in the game, he's like a weirdo who is like a recluse, doesn't trust anybody. He's really rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. He's not capable of being sweet to anybody or caring about anyone. And when he does care about someone, which was Frank in the game, and you never actually get to interact with Frank, the only reason you can see that he genuinely cared about Frank was because of the anger he displayed when he talked about Frank. Like, for example, in the game, Frank doesn't die of a disease. He he got bit and then decided to hang himself. And Bill thought Frank just ran off with his stuff, then finds Frank later during the that section of the game with mm-hmm. hanging himself. And uh, when he sees him, you can see in the game you see that Bill is really affected by his by his his lover hanging from the ceiling, hanging himself. Right? Mm-hmm. Frank hung himself and he's really upset about it. But instead of crying about it and saying, you know, like, oh my God, I'm heartbroken or anything like that, his reaction is, You you dumb idiot, you know, he he's more he's He's masking his hurt and sadness with, with, with like overt anger, anger, right? Because mm-hmm. it's easier to be angry than to be hurt, right? To be sad, right? So that's how he, that's the kind of character he is in the game. Mm-hmm. In the TV show, he's a very different character, right? So they hint to the fact that he's just this angry person that hates everybody, which is who Bill is in the game, mm-hmm. but. He's a very in the in the show. He's extremely sympathetic. At the he's very sympathetic, and he's he's not nearly as rough around the edges as he is in the game. He's more ref, in the show. He's more refined, and he has more qualities that lend itself to exquisite stuff. Like in the game, he wasn't a chef. In the show. That his when he came out with the plates of food, it made me fucking hungry, right? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, everybody's that looks dead. Good. Fungus is killing people. Zombies are eating people. Somehow he, you know, made this town his and isolated zombies and crazy people from him, and he alone lived in that town. Was mm. cooking these like Michelin star gourmet dinners with like wine. And the reason why the show, that part didn't make sense to me is why is it that he's capable of creating this fortress of a town, but the rest of the world isn't? Like, how is it that he manages to do this so, like, well, and he's just one guy, but everybody else isn't? Societies fall apart, but he's capable of doing it. Well, and then here's that, another thing. That had something that had something to do with I think that could have been explained. I mean, you have to kind of take it's fiction, so it's like you have to kind of take that little bit of leap, but I kind of got the impression that since he was of a survivalist mentality and he was a mm-hmm. legit survivalist who actually had a secret underground bunker that the that the, the uh Fedra couldn't 
you know, find him mm-hmm. uh, until they cleared out of the town and everything. Then he comes out. That if he had that sort of for- foresight and that sort of planning and and was able to execute yeah. that on his own, he right. was he was capable, at least in my okay. So judgment I was thinking that, of, about of, that. of like being able let's, to go above and beyond. Let's say Frank is capable of going that above and beyond. Have you or ever Bill. met uh, Bill? Rather, right? What did I say? You said Frank. Oh, Bill is that capable. And because he's so capable, he's able to pull it off for 16 years. Have you ever met a survivalist? Have no, you ever met one? Okay, let me tell you this. No. They have zero – like the, the ones I met, they, in that situation, and he was that capable in, of that in that capacity, never would have let Frank in. Mm-hmm. Never would have let Frank in. And yeah, that's what kind that, of seemed a little – it seemed a little out of place being that like he was – like you said, sympathetic. Like he seemed a little bit mm-hmm. for for the type of person that he was supposed to play, like a, a rugged, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, a survivalist and everything, and and had stayed by himself for such a long time that he would have been okay enough to like let him in, mm-hmm. you know. And and but also what I think I I had more of an issue with with that episode is that this series just started. There was two episodes under the belt. You just kind of got to know. You know the 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 two main characters of the story. One of one of uh, the which Tess had had just died off the episode before. So taking like usually you would see this with I think shows that got more developed with the story more traction, the right? Right. And then you would and then you would see an episode that's got a ton of backstory on characters that appear for just the one episode. So I kind of felt like it was a little too early for that to have like to break out into one of those stories unless. Like what I'm kind of expecting for maybe the next episode with the with the pair that they just meet at the end of the episode that they kind of do this often where they end up building out some of these side character stories. In... Well, it, it like it, it depends. So we have to see what happens with Sam right. and and Henry. Right. I I like I played the game. I know what's going to happen. So I'm I'm getting a box of tissues ready right now. Oh shit! <laughs> I wasn't ready. Sorry, I wasn't ready for the Frank and Bill. That was story. that was really sad. That was sad. Yeah, that like that was, it was it was really sad. I don't know if it was necessary. Like why why is it? Why does it have to be that much of a gut punch? I feel like anytime, and I saw this. I saw this also with I've watched old last week with um, uh, it was M. Night, Night Shyamalan movie. movie. Yeah. So I watched that last week, and I find like I'm and and I've also seen Benjamin Button too. I'm a sucker for movies that like they advance the age of you know that they that they go through time really quickly and then you just end up seeing like the people really old and Mm -hmm. like you know kind of like in their golden whatever at the time when they just that have to part and everything i just i get i get really it's very emotional emotional yeah you know what the thing about the episode was like i don't know the the purpose or the relevance of bill and frank's story I'm not sure what it is. Like, I don't understand the relevance well, I think to it, how it, it has how it has something to do with Joel and Ellie. I think it. Mirrors, I think the relevant. No, no. It, it, I think the I, reason no. for it to exist is it's trying to explain to us that, like, the most dangerous thing and the most the thing that causes the most pain in this world. Mm-hmm isn't the danger isn't the evil people but the thing that creates the most pain is loving somebody joel loved his daughter so much and he lost her and that created a lot of pain like he cared for tess she dies and it created more pain for him to the point where he's he he apparently cared for tess enough to go and take Ellie across country, even though he's highly against it, right? Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you start episode three and, you know, you have Bill who's afraid of all these dangers and he's watching cameras and he's like a a weird doomsdayer, right? Then Then he meets Frank, they fall in love. And the moment that they start, the moment you see that they've become domestic and united, you know something, you're, you become uneasy and you're like, shit, this is a good <laughs> this thing. This ain't going to end well. This is not going to end well. This is not, like, this will not do well in this world, right? Mm-hmm. The moment you see somebody care and love each other 
you're like this what you're preparing yourself you're bracing yourself for mm -hmm. tragedy and that's exactly what happened right so i feel like the purpose of that love story between bill and frank hey shut up oh i i, I gotta let him out all right go but ahead. i thought there was a door there yeah, there's a little I door Go ahead, buddy. I love you. <laughs> I didn't realize he was trapped inside. Poor it's boy. like, hey, let me out. Back at me? I love you, Aria. So the whole purpose, I think, is just to... I think what they're trying to drill in really is like, if you love somebody, that love is the source of the most danger and pain in this world. You guys, I just let you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I think I think it was more or less. I, I I kind of feel like, especially with them losing Tess in the episode before, and him, even though you kind of get the idea that he wasn't like super attached, like he was like, oh, she's just kind of like my partner, and you know, was they mm -hmm. were romantically involved, but that it wasn't like deeply serious, like he wasn't grieving per se, but he still was was very off. Put, he was very put off by it, but yet. I kind of feel that he's got he's got such a a wall built up because of losing his daughter right away from the start of the infection that he's going to have a hard time trying to let anybody in and looking at Bill's character he was the ultimate like showing he was the ultimate person to show you of like what it is to be like a survivalist that won't want to let anybody in but he let Frank in and I think it was like also in the note as well, where I kind of get the you kind of get the feeling like he he appreciated and loved the fact that he actually got to spend the time that he did with with Frank for as you know fleeting as it could possibly be, but that it was well worth it, you know. And and even though like there was plenty of like danger and everything, that it still was like it still gave his life meaning, you know, to have that to have that connection with somebody. And I wonder I think what that, Frank was dying of too. Uh, I don't know, but it's but they said said something like, oh, even in when when it wasn't the infection, like this would have been impossible to cure to begin with. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was cancer because Bill did say to Frank, well, what if we find a doctor? He's like, listen, when the world wasn't gone to shit, right. they couldn't fix this. They couldn't do anything with they, this they, anyway. Yeah. So. so I just I never think I don't know. I can't I can't judge the decision Frank made mm -hmm. to off himself. And I, but I, I don't know if, you know what the kids are saying these days? They're saying What's unalive, that? unaliving, you, you know that you've heard of that expression. I, I heard that before. I heard yeah. that before. It's like he decided to unalive himself because yeah, yeah I, I suspect I don't know. it's I ne because I never, I never, they, they want to get around the, uh, cause especially TikTok and everything, they've got the very sensitive filters that then will get you like get your content taken down. If you say the word kill or die. Mm. So, so that's, they, they use that to, uh, to get around it. You know, I, I the really, more you know, I really think, I don't know. I, I, suicide is a very touchy subject for me in particular, because I know, I know my family in my family, there are several people who, you know, who committed suicide. And then outside of that, I know people that, that did commit suicide when you're a young kid and you're five and you already know what suicide is, it's, it's a problem. And it's always been something that I could never wrap my head around growing up. I'll tell you what though, being five years old, I remember being afraid of suicide, right? Yeah. Because when you know people in your family that did commit suicide, your question to yourself isn't when you're a five year old, isn't why did they do it? Your question to yourself is, when is it going to happen to me? Mm. Because you think it's the natural order of things. You don't understand that it's a, it's a choice. You think that eventually you're, it's going to happen to you. So you grow up thinking that it's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to happen. You're afraid it's just going to drop on you like a piano. Right. Yeah. And like there, there was a point in my life where I realized that there's that's never going to happen. I'm never going to do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when you do get to that point, when I did, at least there was like a, um, a flood of appreciation for things, right? Like mm -hmm. 
like I've said before, and I meant it, I'm very happy with who I am right now. And I think that my five-year-old self would be very impressed with the person that I am right now, right? But years, it took me years and years. And, and almost as recently as 2017, I couldn't, I couldn't understand what causes people to take such a hard left turn to where they think nothing where they have to make that ultimate decision you know what i mean yeah and it, it was even as recent as 2017 where i just decided you can't understand it you just won't because you are not thinking that way there's never going to be a point where you will think that way you know what i mean right, right and i can never place my head into a situation where i would be like yes i will willingly do this so when i watch that episode i can't understand bill's perspective mm -hmm. and i can't understand frank's perspective i can't you know i couldn't when i was a kid for the people that i you know knew and i i still can't as an adult for the people that i know i've known and i can't now watching that show I just it, that, that whole thing didn't make sense to me and I kind of hope that Bill didn't commit suicide when Frank died I kind of hope that he they do run into like Joel and Ellie does run into Bill again like they do in the game because Ellie's interaction with Bill in the game was golden hilarious it's just oh, okay. the perfect mixture of two characters that should never interact with each other and mm -hmm. they do you know what I mean Hmm. And there's Joel in between because he's friends with Bill on one hand. He's caretaking for Ellie on the other hand. They're both going at it. And he's stuck in the middle between a rock and a hard place. And that to me was a really hilarious, hilarious thing. I kind of hmm. just hope that maybe Bill didn't die and they need to go back to his town later. And then the the what unfolded in the game happens in the show because it, it's just such well i think it would then kind of be story. messed up that he wrote a note like he wrote a note for them and like said oh don't go in the the bedroom and that's true that yeah, is true it kind of it kind of seemed like if he did if he went through that trouble and then set everything up for them gave him the key wrote a note mm -hmm. that if he was still alive like you know why bother going through that effort yeah and secondly leaving the window open i was reading that watching that i'm like it won't work do you ever do you ever do you ever go into a house where there was a body in it and their windows were open? Oh no. well, let me tell you, it does. You could leave windows open; it doesn't work. You that no. that yeah, dead bodies smell like something you've never smelled before. And leaving a window open for two dead bodies in the hot summer, it you're gonna the whole house is gonna have that just smell and flavor in the air. It doesn't matter that you left it. I'm telling you right now, if I walk into a house and there's a dead body anywhere in that house, mm -hmm. I'll know the moment I walk in. I'll be, yep, there's a body in here. 100%. 100%. Because you don't, opening a window won't help. Mm -hmm. There's that, there's that. And it also depends on how long they've been dead. <laughs> I right? think we're getting way too, way too deep into this. <laughs> deep into the weeds, weeds of it all. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on how long they've been dead because, you know. It's, I, you know, and how hot it is. Ugh, it was just, mm. did, you ever, did you ever see a whale explode? I saw on YouTube the other day a whale explode on this guy. He was like cutting open a whale. It's an old video. And <laughs> <laughs> the whale just explodes. And I was watching that and I'm like, why would he do that? Why would he, you know, throw darts at it or something, man? Like, don't stand no, in front of it. When you see it on the beach like that, and it's, like, mm -hmm. all bloated, it's like, you got to stand yeah. back because that thing's going to, yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be There fun. was so much gas built up, so he was cutting it with, like, this big sickle, and then the whale just he burst it. That's what they should call it, whale fluids. <laughs> An ink brand called whale fluids, right? No. No. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. No. Not ink, work. Oh, octopus fluids works. I think it works really well with your brand, Ink Journal because of the octopus and everything like that mm -hmm. but yeah or squid ink yeah squid ink would also work well because that squid makes ink. sense yeah. is there anything out there called squid ink, ink well there's for well there's andorillium which is a a brand that uses kind of a squid as their logo and stuff and they've mm -hmm. had they have a whole entire line of uh octopus related colors which is right. which was also another ink flight that was done i think yeah a month or month or two after 
Mm -hmm. We had to talk about the uh, the endless uh, creator before we uh, wrap things up. Oh, we also have to pick a winner for that giveaway. Oh, that too. About Bryce's beard. So, but really, we'll we'll have to, listen, we're going to talk about the Endless Creator next week because it's next week's sponsorship read also. So we'll talk about it then because there, you know, we'll see. I got to get my hands on one of them. Yeah, we won't know until March, apparently. But my question about the Creator is, is it saying, is it being a super arrogant pen calling itself the Creator? Or is it saying that it is a creator? Or is it saying that the bearer of the pen is a creator? I need clarification to these answers to these questions. It seems like a rather bold claim to be like, I am the creator. Right. This like is the creator. Like, because stuff has been created before its existence. So it mm-hmm. can't claim to be the creator, right? Also, I was comparing to because you were saying it's the, it's the cheapest or least expensive retractable fountain pen. And I did mm-hmm. find there are some, if if you want to count this, uh, the Mahjong A1s, the ones that are basically the vanishing point. I don't count know, them because those are blatant, blatant just copies of the Pilot Vanishing Point. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, I mean, so. in terms of whether or not it's going to be a pen that's going to provide the same value i don't know we, we'd have to compare both you know them, we'd but... have to see we'd have to get our hands on a, on yeah. a mahjong or moon man i think we should do a comparison platinum kuridas this creator and a mahjong a1 and and be like this is the and a the... pilot vanishing point well we i mean but though them. like i want i i kind of want like where's the the entry level retractable fountain pen so like i kind of feel that the vanishing point is and then lamy dialogue three they're a little too they're too high priced to be so if we let the the curidas the a1 and the creator kind of duke it out for which one is going to be the the better starter retractable steel nib fountain pen yeah let's do it but who okay well yeah let's do it we'll see we have to get we have to see when they come in so yeah i like it i totally like it but we gotta pick a winner yes let's pick a winner who, so while picking? you're picking while you're picking the winner, <laughs> while I'm picking the winner, yeah. Dang it, I don't want to. Pick <laughs> now I gotta go and look at, the, <laughs> look at them at all and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, I'm, I have to pop on now. I have to go I, over here and like. Yeah, look at now what... I gotta search. I gotta search uh, hashtag Bryce right. Bryce should grow a beard. How many total entries did we get, by the way? I don't know. There were some emails, too. I just right. I brought up the email. We had uh, we had Jacob had sent one in. I'm not using last names, but no. Jacob had, had drawn a nice little picture of uh, Bryce with sunglasses on and a beard. Mm-hmm. And, oh, look, who's wearing hashtag fire Tom sunshade, which was left in Roy's car. That was a, that was a cute little reference. So, Where, yeah, that? hold on a second. I'm looking at the Instagram ones. I don't know how you, like, filtered these out so well. But I, I suck at it. I hate all this stupid, like, emails where it's like, Dear content creator, we saw your content. We love your content. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I, I got one actually today that was like, that was like, Hey, um, do you retail or you manufacture pens? And then I was just, I I responded back. I was like, we retail pens. And then it was like, and then immediately this, I, I, a second or two after it was like these big blocks of copy pasted text. It was like, hi, I'm so-and-so from representing this business here. And we are the number two pen manufacturer in India. And we would like to sell, you know, we could, we could sell you pens and things like that. I, I like, Hold up. Wait, wait a second. That just seemed way too quick for you to be like, you know, it's not a natural response. I was like, I was like, I'm getting, I'm getting like solicited right now. So I was like, I was like, look, I, I'm not accepting solicitation, especially since your account is not even attached to the people that you say you're representing. Mm. And then it was like, oh, well, here's a link to, to my website. And then it was like, 
the website doesn't work. I was just like, okay, <laughs> okay, dude. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the end well, of things. Why there. did you even click, man? I, I because I just I just wanted to see if it was gonna lead anywhere. But you know, so I don't I don't take it for granted. I I, I want to give people the benefit of the doubt, but. You know, it's just, I see a lot of these things and it's just, mm -hmm. sometimes it's just not worth your time. So, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. So let's just, so I'm going to say we, we're picking a winner. Yes, we're picking I, a winner. I like, I really like this post by Professor Timothy, prof.timothy.may on Instagram. Grow a beard for Penboy Roy because he can't hashtag fire Tom. And just look at that freaky drawing of like a head with like legs and and pouring ink on his head and, it is, and like I there's think... there's like a there's like a bottom fang and a top fang and and like little stumpy legs. Yeah, it looks like um, I'm trying to think of what it looks. It looks like some sort of like cartoon character. Like the I don't eyes know. are like going like bug eyed and stuff like that. It's like when we were in first grade. If you sold enough like chocolate bars or something like that, you'd you get, get a furry like toy those... that yes. I you think like I think <laughs> we called it a weeple. Do you remember what you guys called? Yeah, it was like it was like paper feet and like a, a furry ball with eyes, right? Yes, I just did like a quick Google search to look at it. Yeah, that does look familiar. A Is weeple. it come up as a weeple? <laughs> yes, it does. I remember that all is... I want. I wanted a weeple so bad, but I could never sell enough chocolates and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember being a kid, like, because we, we had this box. It was called the world's best chocolate. Now, yes. in order to hold the box like a suitcase, you had to break the box in half. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, like, the chocolates were a dollar. They've been a dollar for 30 years. They but still they were are a dollar. dollar. Yeah, it's crazy, but now they taste yeah. like shit. The last time I ate them, they taste like candles. And they're, and they're also, instead of, like, being a proper bar, they're, like, the size of a finger. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I remember people used to like those, and I remember, I remember, you know, after school, I would try to sell them after school, but my my mother was, like, really strict. She's like, no, you don't do anything after school. You come straight home. So I remember the only way I would sell them is if after school, as I'm walking mm -hmm. to the library or something like that, before my dad came to, like, the 15 minutes it took for my dad to come pick us up or pick, uh, pick me up and my sister from school okay. – if I could sell one or two there, then great. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I would get home, it's like I'd, I'd tell my mother, like, I, I didn't have a chance to sell them all. So there were 36 bars. So my mother would just give me $36 for it. And then, <laughs> yeah. So I, I never got to part. So I never got a weeple. But then, like, I remember, like, some kids, they would have their parents take a box, like, five boxes to work. And then, you know, all the colleagues would, like, just drop a dollar, buy a bar, eat a bar. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. like that. All, even now, I. I go to work and I see these boxes with just sitting there with an envelope and then people will take a chocolate, throw a dollar in the envelope and that's how they're selling all these bars and stuff like that. And I'm like, damn, you know, I, yeah, you know, these things are supposed to be for the kids, but like the parents end up selling most of them. So. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Listen, you don't want yeah. your, you don't want your 10 year old selling Going shit on the street. Door. Yeah. Yeah. That's craziness, stuff, man. man. Not, not today. No, now it's that now it's just, you know, it's not it's not the time and place for that, but but yeah, I think prof prof .timothy May, I think he's gonna be the winner for the for the giveaway. So just reach out to us at pentertainmentpodcast gmail .com so that we can hook you up with whatever it was that we were giving away. I can't remember what it was right now, but Tom will figure uh, out the logistics on that. Set of platinum preppies, the, yes. the was I think the second yeah. the second edition was. Yeah. So. so and he's a professor, so he's gonna need pens, right? Let me look at his let me look at his page. Alright, so Very he's good. So okay, so he's so he's Alright, so he's got dogs and looks looks like he has daughters. Cats. And then he has cats. And a distinguished teaching award. Yeah, and and he has dogs and cats. I like this guy. Right, he's got a he's got also a a fall twenty eighteen total gangster award. The certificate yeah. is awarded to Timothy Bay, mm, Department of History. That. That's a that seems pretty legit. Yeah. Oh, so. oh, I remember this. I looked up this book that he did wrote or something, and it's on the Mongols, mm -hmm. right? The history of the Mongols. Yes. So I 
Googled it on, not Googled it. I looked up the book on fucking Amazon. It's like a $300 book. And it's yeah. like six gazillion pages right here. It's called The Mongol World, edited by Timothy May and Michael Hope. So I looked it up on Amazon because I'm like, all right, that might be an interesting read. And that's where I discovered it was like $300 and like a gazillion pages. Maybe so. that's Timothy. How about how about you uh, sponsor a giveaway for that, no, that giant book? No, no, dude. That's that's a lot. That's a that's a lifetime's worth of work. If probably somebody costs like that... three hundred dollars a ship too, if it's that big of a book. Yeah, man, look at the size of that book. I've seen I've seen like, like, like what do you call it? Like those language dictionaries that have like five different languages with less pages than this thing here. Yeah, but I'm like, sure yeah, it must be a very detailed account and history right. of. Uh, I think it's Imagine... of, of Genghis Khan, right? Yeah, of course. Of Imagine, yeah, I mean, and I was interested in it because I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, and Ghost of Tsushima, the enemy is the Mongols, and you're like the samurai, and I mm -hmm. was like, wow, you know, these Mongols wreaked fucking havoc, and Dude, I'm thinking were, to myself, yeah, they're, was, they're you did not want to be up against them, yeah, no way, but I'm looking at this shit, and I'm like, listen, man, you know, the man put in a lot of work. Don't ask that shit for free. This is like years and years and years and years of research and nerding out in libraries and writing. And let's see what he's got there. He, I'm looking at, uh, looks like he has a platinum, platinum century on his notes with notebooks and stuff. I'm just imagining that that book, significant portions of it, it either was drafted or written in fountain pen. So... Probably, yeah. yeah. So I'm glad he won. Can you imagine, like, you get the book for $300, you open it up, and it's actually just like a pop-up book? <laughs> <laughs> I probably I probably would appreciate that, being like, oh, great. Not a lot of text. Not as text yeah. as much text as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But his cats, his cats and his dogs are cute. Listen, my cute little ki kitty cats are meowing at me. They're, they're very needy. They want uh, my attention. So we got to wrap okay. this up. So... Everybody listening, thank you once again for joining us for episode number 153 of the Penboy Boy Entertainment Co Podcast. Codpast? Podcast. I love you guys. Be well. Be safe. Stay inky.